I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Casey Cantrell. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. It is officially November, which means we're going to be celebrating a lot of anniversaries this year for different things. And to start the month of November, we are celebrating the birthday of Mickey Mouse. Yes, that's right. Mickey Mouse's and also Minnie Mouse's 90 second anniversary (laughs) they're 92 years old pretty pretty old but they forever look young because they're (laughs) cartoon characters (laughs) that's the one benefit of being animated yeah so we will be going over the history of mickey mouse but first let us answer the trivia question from last week the question was what voice actor from the haunted mansion attraction also did the voice for tony the tiger and sang you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. That w- would be none other than Thurl Ravenscroft. He was known for his deep voice. He was a recurring voice actor for many things, especially Disney, like classics such as Lady and the Tramp, Sleeping Beauty, 101 Dalmatians, Mary Poppins, The Jungle Book, Sword of the Stone. It's safe to say that he was pretty great. Yeah, the, the <laughs> iconic Frosted Flakes mascot's catchphrase. Yes. And his career lasted until his death at the age of 91 in 2005. Okay, so that was the answer to last week's trivia question. Stick around to the end of this episode to get the latest trivia question. For now, we have no time to spare, so let's get talking about Mickey Mouse. So as you said, Mickey Mouse, he this is his and Minnie Mouse's 92nd anniversary. They were both created by Walt Disney himself. Yep. He was first created in 1928, and he was originally created as a replacement for Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, mm-hmm. who first appeared in Trolley Troubles a cartoon from 1927. I suppose it's little known fact that there were cartoons that Walt Disney himself produced before Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse is the one that that stuck and really became an iconic figure. Before Mickey Mouse, Walt Disney did a series of live action animated shorts called Alice Comedies. Yeah, but uh, the one starring Mickey Mouse really is the one that took off. And he starred in the cartoon called Steamboat Willie, which that leads us to our first fun fact. The first sound cartoon originally released on November 18th of 1928. And another fun fact about about Steamboat Willie is that because I'm sure some people might be curious, why is it called Steamboat Willie? Well, the... Steamboat Willie is actually a parody of the title of a Buster Keaton film that was called Steamboat Bill Jr. And the animator, or I can't remember if it was the animator or the the person who composed the music for Steamboat Willie. What was his name again? His name was Wilford Jackson. Yes, that's correct. And um, so I'm not sure if Steamboat Willie was also a play off of his name, given that this, again, this was the first sound animated cartoon with sound. But there's some speculation that it was also a nod to him as well. I know, and it took many frames to make this 
famous cartoon, as I saw at the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco once. What do you mean by it took a lot of frames? Shot by shot to make this cartoon and make it fully animated with sound. I don't know if if our listeners are aware, but when we watch a movie, it's not actually one seamless motion. You're actually looking at a bunch of different frames per second. Each frame is an individual picture that when you blur them all together, it looks like it's in motion, but it's actually just a series of pictures. Nowadays, the typical format is 24 frames per second. And was that the case for uh, Steamboat Willie? I think it was, yeah. Um, And the other person who created Mickey Mouse along with Walt Disney was Ub Iwerks. He was an animator and cartoonist and character designer, and he won many awards, including Academy Awards. Yeah, and and actually, that's I think that's a good good opportunity to talk about Mickey Mouse's early design, which leads to our second fun fact, which is that Mickey Mouse originally did not have gloves or shoes, like in the early Mickey Mouse shorts, for instance, like Plain Crazy. Also from 1928. Can you tell us a little bit more about what did Mickey Mouse look like originally? His eyes were different. No, he had shorts, though, with those buttons. What I think is fun is that, you know, a lot of elements were different, of course, like the lack of gloves and the the lack of shoes and that sort of thing. But a lot of Mickey Mouse's design was kind of always present at the beginning. So one distinctive trait that's different is that his face was a bit leaner his nose was a bit longer in some ways i guess you could say he looked more mouse-like yeah in subsequent years his face was made rounder and he and he looks a bit more cartoony i guess you'd say but a lot of the same features that were present that are present now in mickey mouse were also present back then yep i know so uh, do you know why uh, they added gloves? Hmm, probably because cartoon gl- gloves, I'm saying, for iconic cartoon characters then, I think were becoming a trademark. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. But it's this is kind of another fun fact about animation, which is that drawing hands, especially early on in animation, was very difficult, especially if you look at Steamboat Willie's. It's hard because his fur was was dark and so it's hard to create that differentiation between all the different fingers and so adding gloves was kind of a way to work around that you could add the contrast so you could see the fingers more easily and it would be easier to draw and i know and then later i know like from the 1930s when walt disney did silly symphony cartoons that were in full color starting with the academy award-winning short flowers and trees they later made cartoons with mickey mouse in color his shorts became red and his shoes became yellow the band concert is is one of the early mickey mouse cartoons which was in technicolor it had Mickey leading a band with Goofy and Donald. Mm-hmm. Yes. What, what were some other iconic cartoons featuring Mickey at the start? Hmm. The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Fantasia. Fantasia first came out in 1940, and the Sorcerer's Apprentice segment is easily the most famous part of that classic film. 
And oh, well, I guess we forgot. That's another fun fact about Mickey Mouse is that uh, his role in Fantasia that was originally planned to be its own short before it was plugged into that movie. And I'm sure that many people are familiar, but could you just remind people what happened in The Sorcerer's Apprentice? Uh, Mickey is the Sorcerer's Apprentice, and he wants to be a, a sorcerer like like his master is, and he finds the that hat that he puts on, and he turns a broom standing against the wall and with arms and legs so we can become his apprentice. But then it becomes a big problem. Basically, he, he's been tasked to do these chores for the wizard, but he's lazy and decides to use magic to animate a broom so that it would do the chores for him. And then he things get out of hand as he's he's using the magic to animate more and more objects. <laughs> so eventually there are the mops and pails and whatever, and they're like pouring water into the castle that he's in. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And, and the place gets flooded. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Some of the other early Mickey Mouse cartoons I remember were Through the Mirror and Brave Little Taylor. Through the Mirror was when Mickey dreams of going through the mirror where there's walking cards and things like that. And it's kind of like Lewis Carroll's Alice Through the Looking Glass. And then there's there's Brave Little Taylor from 1938, which was based on a fairy tale not many people know, may be familiar with called The Brave Little Taylor, also known as The Valiant Little Taylor or The gallant little tailor and what's the story of that mickey becomes a hero saving the kingdom from a big hungry terrifying giant yeah and that that was actually a common trope and i I suppose it still is that disney adapting fairy tales into some of its earliest cartoons including you know they would substitute characters with mickey mouse and the other cast of characters that that disney had created yeah those were some of the cartoons i remember in the 1950s, there was Mickey Mouse Club, the anthology series. Yeah, and that's a that's a good question. Um, so when did Mickey Mouse really turn into the mascot, I guess you would say, of Disney? Maybe like the 1940s or 50s or 60s. Yeah, because now Mickey Mouse is everywhere. If you see Disney, you see those iconic Mickey Mouse ears whether it's in the branding or people wearing them or whatever the case might be. I know. I believe you have a pair, right? Yes, I have Mickey Mouse shirts and things and hats and and like one of those ear hats. Exactly. I'm saying in the 1950s, starting in the 1950s, there was a television program called Mickey Mouse Club. It had children who were on that show who were known as the Mouseketeers. And there is the iconic theme song. Who's the leader of the pump that's made for you and me? M-I-C-K-E-Y, M-O-U-S-E. Hey, they're high, they're ho, they go as welcome as can be. M-I-C-K-E-Y, M-O-U-S-E. Forever let us hold our banner high, 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 high. Come along and sing the song and join the jamboree. You all are probably familiar with that. (laughs) Well, if you weren't before, now you are. And a fun, another fun fact about the Mickey Mouse Club is that a lot of popular singers 
had their start with the Mickey Mouse Club. So especially in the 90s, um, a lot of the famous singers from the 90s, such as Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera, they were all on the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, which I know got a revival a few years ago for social media called Club Mickey Mouse, I remember. Yeah, so that it's it's just interesting to see how Mickey Mouse has grown into something so much larger than just just a character. He is now the face of an entire company. I know, and he's also the icon of the Disney parks, especially Disneyland. But you, the what's interesting to me, and here's perhaps our last fun fact for the episode, is that Mickey Mouse originally wasn't going to be called Mickey Mouse. He was going to be called Mortimer Mouse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Walt Disney originally wanted to call him Mortimer, but why did he change? She, his wife, thought Mickey was better. Mm-hmm. Mortimer, though, later was the name of one of Mickey's enemies, Mortimer Mouse, <laughs> alongside Pegleg Pete. Yeah, that that I find so funny about how <laughs> it's a weird bit of trivia about that Mortimer would end up becoming a villain's name. I remember in 1947, Mickey was. The- was the star of the segment Mickey and the Beanstalk in, in the film Bun and Fancy Free, which was the second half of that movie, I remember. And there's going to be a new Mickey Mouse show on Disney Plus next month, which is also the follow-up to the hit Mickey Mouse show that's been on since 2013. Well, that's great. I was just about to ask you, what what are some of the things that you can see Mickey Mouse in today? For instance, Mouse Works from the 90s or from the 2000s, a show called House of Mouse, where Mickey and his friends ran a dinner theater and the guests were a bunch of different classic animated Disney characters from different films and things. And what do you what do we know about this new show that's coming out on Disney Plus? It premieres on November 18th to coincide with Mickey's birthday. Cool. It's going to be animated and think in the same style as the show Mickey Mouse, which was on since 2013. Okay, yeah. 92 years later, Mickey Mouse is... Yeah, he's still going strong. Yep. So those are just a few fun facts about Mickey Mouse himself, who you really can't separate him from Disney. And there's a big reason why. He, he's he been a huge part of their success almost from the beginning. He's iconic and he's one of the most famous mascots in the world. Maybe the most famous cartoon character ever. Yeah, Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your time. If you like what we do, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash animation and beyond. In the meantime, let's get a trivia question from Ezra. What is the name of the short-lived studio that Walt Disney ran before he launched Disney Studios. Okay, so if you know the answer, give us a shout on Facebook or send us an email at animationandbeyond at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye! See you later! (laughs) 